0: wrong. You are listening to Bourbon and Barbarians, an actual play recording presented
1: by the Chromcast.
0: Yeah, I'm ready.
2: I'm good.
1: Lead away, Dungeon Master.
2: All right, so where we last left off, you guys were approaching the keep. It was afternoon hours. You had just slain an owlbear, and from what I recollect, you had... Uh, boned out at least a portion of the owlbear. So we're going to say you have like 50 or 60 pounds worth of good owlbear steaks, maybe a little bit more of some some rougher meats, uh, some rougher cuts of meats that are all sort of wrapped up mm. within the pelt of this giant owlbear. And that owlbear is huge, by the way. Like it was a, I mean, like uh, 1,000 to 1,500 pound beast. This thing was a massive, like dire bear with an owl's head. And you killed it. So you were able to to get it caped out and you have the meat wrapped up, lashed to one of your ponies. You were able to take some claws, I think, from the owl bear as evidence and sort of trinkets or trophies, and you were approaching the fort. If you recall, it had been raining all day. Uh, as you're coming back to the fort, it's overcast and drizzly on occasion throughout your ride. It looks as if the bottom could just drop out at any moment, but that's that's how it's been all morning before you before you killed the owlbear.
1: We better get into town, then. We should probably talk to the sheriff, right? Or the guy that told us to kill all the monsters? This rain dampens the soul and the spirit,
0: as well as my bones. <laughs>
2: Franz and Johan are there at the gates and they they give approving nods and uh, look to one another and kind of give the hey thumbs up you know they're they're pretty What's up? <laughs> they're pretty they're pretty <laughs> pleased. I mean this is this isn't every day that some some great hunters return with, with an owlbear like lashed to the back of one of their ponies.
0: Gustav Slaying Owlbears hey.
2: So uh, Corporal Bosch is your buddy that's around the main the main uh, uh, fort defenses that you've talked to the most. But then there's also the captain of the guard who's at the watchtower, and that's Cap- Captain Jerka. He's the, he's the higher up. He's the guy that you spoke to, and he gave you a number of... Uh, assignments if you will ways that you could help out the efforts of the keep and get paid uh, so ultimately he's the guy that would be you know giving you a dime or two for this owlbear but you can work through Bosch if you remember he's the guy that that Yerka said keep in contact with with bosch and he'll sort of be the go-between
0: let's touch base with Bosch and see yeah, see sounds what, good see what coin we can get
2: cool so uh, you're able to you come right in the the main the main entrance and you're kind of walking along that south wall uh, Franz and 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 Johan say yeah you're gonna you're gonna find Bosch he's on duty and they push you sort of along that south wall and you're able to run into Bosch as he's he's milling around talking to a few minute arms that are you know near the like near one of the little citadels uh, and and he comes up and he says it looks as if this has been a a, a, a successful outing. Good for you.
1: We killed it real good.
2: He says, "I see that. That's a that's a massive beast. Uh, I haven't seen seen one of those in in years."
1: It's not protected, is it? <laughs> These are endangered.
2: <laughs> He's, he laughs and he says, "I I don't know about that. That is that right there is a is a stone cold killer and uh, it's a man eater." there were lots of humanoid bones in its
0: cave yeah no doubt it had been preying on uh, townsfolk perhaps perhaps those in the outlying areas so uh, what do you think you could give us as bounty for this
2: uh, well bosch says I, I need to speak with uh, with with uh, with the captain about this, but, uh, clearly you've been, you've been busy. Let me, let me, uh, speak with him. He's, he's probably getting close to end his day, but I'll see if I can catch him now. And then, uh, I, I presume since it's getting close to, uh, the gate closing that you're here for the night.
0: I would vote for
1: that. Yes. yes.
2: Yeah. He says, I don't want to go back in the rain. Yeah. Well, he says, I'll, uh, you know, we'll just, we'll talk on, on the morrow. Once I have, once I have word from the good captain. That sounds good. He says it looks like his uh, from from what I can see there you have a variety of of bounty. I don't know if you're wanting to share that with the men at the tavern, but uh, a good a good rump roast of an owlbear, I'm sure, will get you all the drinks that you can drink for the for the night.
1: We like to trade owlbear booties for, for beer.
2: Booties for booze. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know uh, if anybody would – is there a tanner in town? Did we find out? Uh, there is – Can I ask? Well, there is a uh, – there's not a tanner. There's a trader, and he's a guy that you know will will talk to you and will will definitely trade for a variety of goods, including various pelts and that sort of thing. That's what we had talked about. So, yeah. So, there okay. is there is a, a trader in town. His name – is Rogan Fallenstaller And so you've been by at least that shop And so you know uh, Where that is And you know certainly you can go talk with him
0: I think that's a good idea Before we go to the uh, Tavern Would it make sense first that we'd still
1: be in the shop First we get paid Then we get our drink on Well we're getting paid tomorrow
0: Oh but we're going to sell guy. this tan Yeah this yeah. hide
2: yeah. I mean you guys have funds in the bank though, right? You've got your you've got your conscription, like wrapped up in a in a nice little scroll. Like, you're good for whatever you need so long as you're not gonna just like rock out and buy the finest, like, fire brandy the side of the mountains, right?
0: Well, that was my plan.
2: Uh, <laughs> well, don't, don't. You may have to uh, to check your check your stacks before you invest in the fire brandy. As
0: as your attorney, I need to advise you. <laughs> uh, okay, so yeah, let's just go to the the tavern because it's getting late, and who knows if the trader will even be in, and and these minutes are stacking up, and they're getting in the way between me and my ale. It's true.
2: Okay, so you're deli- you're not gonna check out the tan like getting rid of the owlbear cape just yet. You're just gonna go straight to the bar, and
0: that'll then- be for tomorrow.
2: Okay, that sounds fine. Uh, I mean, it's it's up to y'all. At this point, it's it is like shit almost shift change for the for the dudes that are on the wall. So some of the men at arms that might not be like uh, fully committed to the cause, shall we say, they're looking to to duck out maybe 15 or 20 minutes early. You can see that people are getting a little bit antsy along the along the you know up on the wall they're they're sort of pacing around and, and loitering near the near the stairwells uh it's time it's time so end of the day you guys can make your way to the tavern and still still get a good seat uh you've got your horses you've got your gear so presumably you're gonna want to drop that stuff off at the uh like at the inn right but that's just right next door to the tavern right Okay, so you do that, and then you walk into the tavern.
0: (laughs) I look around the tavern. Is
2: there a crowd? Uh, There is not a crowd. It's early enough that you could still easily grab, uh, you know, a good booth that will seat the three of y'all. And, you know, you see bars in, and you see bars there tending bar and, and bustling around. But it's not quite the dinner hour, so you've got a little bit of time to, you know... Get set up
0: Cool yeah let's go to our let's, let's go to our table
1: I just have a quick question Before yeah. you can get it out uh, Are there only three of us now
0: Well there's Furka but he's been quiet In the back okay. right Hey Furka how are you
2: I'm fine how are you <laughs>
1: <laughs> I just couldn't remember if he got
2: killed by the owlbear
0: Nope he, Furka, he, Furka's got he got hurt but not killed
2: He nods he says I'm here <laughs> I'm not dead. Feed me beer. <laughs> you
0: need to be the voice of Furka.
2: So you, you swagger into the dabbling drake, uh, the drunk duck, as they call it, around these parts. You're able to saunter over to the table that's been yours at least the past couple of times that you've been here. It's open. It's one of the larger tables. It's not just a two-man sort of sort of jobber. It's a four-topper. So you can you can plop down there at the table, get yourself set up, and, and Barzin comes over and he says... Hey, you guys. Uh, you guys have been out for for well, you were just here a couple of days ago.
1: It's been a long couple of days, though, Barson. <laughs> <laughs> he says, "What news? What news?" There was an owl bear for one, and I want to show him the like the the talon things.
2: Oh, claws. okay. So you got you have like uh, you have like a couple claws that you've sort of like strung together on a piece of rope or something. Uh,
1: I actually want to hold it between my fingers and reenact that scene from Jurassic park with him.
2: (laughs) (laughs) His eyes get wide. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) he's uh he's like man this this is cool he he doesn't sound quite like a teenager but this guy he's relatively young i mean he's he's been out and he's lived here in the hinterlands all of all of his life as far as you know or at least like he's been here and he's a seasoned guy but he's still relatively young so so he says i've never seen an owlbear that's that's fearsome and he says can i see can i can i hold the can i hold the claws can i see it Absolutely, so he he does similar to what you did, and he sort of puts the claws in between his fingers so that it's almost like he's got his own bear paw. Uh, and bars in he's like, "I'm I'm gonna go. I'm gonna scare the shit out of my dad. I'll be right back, okay?" <laughs> <laughs> and so with that, like sure. seeing seeing that <laughs> seeing that you guys don't object, he he slips up there over behind his dad, and he like throws a big arm around him, and and bars father of Barzan is a big dude like he's probably uh like a, a 350 400 pound just big bear of a man and and his son's not too small uh either so it's kind of an effort but he brings the claws around like right up in his face and you get this father-son sort of wrestling match that that sort of breaks out but it's it's all in good fun adorable it's it's a little bit adorable here up in the mountains. I'm glad that we're a part of this moment. <laughs> this is heartwarming. All of these people are gonna
0: die terrible deaths, aren't they, George R. R. Martin? <laughs> That's when the toll the troll breaks in and rips his arm off.
2: <laughs> so Barzin looks over and gives you a <laughs> Hey Hey, you know, a thumbs up. Ho ho! Uh, and then and Barz said, That's Good on you lads. And so the next thing you know, Barzin's coming back over. He's got the he's got the claws splayed out on the serving. Like the the top, like the table that he's bringing, but he's got like four or five pints all spread out, and then he also has some of that some of that fiery liqueur that that you guys have had previously. A shot around the around the group too, so so it's already starting out to be a good night here for you guys.
1: So shall we offer them the rump roast?
0: Yeah, I mean they could cook that up. So did you guys? But, and like, they could be on the house.
2: So did you guys like bring that in with you?
0: I would say so. We would have we would have brought that in.
2: Okay. So uh, that that would not
0: be something that we would keep in the in (laughs) in, right in our rooms.
2: Yeah. So uh, Barzin sees like the uh, the big mountain of fur that's sort of wrapped up, and he says, "What's here?"
1: We got some sweet, sweet roast meat. (laughs) Meat. It's what it's what Albert. It's what's
0: for dinner.
2: (laughs) He uh, he looks at it and his eyes get big. He's like. Whoa! He's, he says, "I can go get this on the uh, on on the grill right now. I can put this on a spit, and we'll have it going." Uh, is that what you want?
1: Yeah, give it a good rub, you know.
2: Okay. Yes. So, so yeah, he,
1: rub that rump.
2: <laughs> he takes like a giant—I don't know—like a tenderloin, and and in that case, it's going to be a massive, like pounds and pounds of meat. So my thinking is he's going to have this thing on a spit, just like it would be. Uh, Oh, I don't know, like, like Greek shawarma, you know, yeah. like on a spit, just slowly spinning around. And as it's cooking, he's able to sort of cut some off. So it's going to be a massive, like, 40 pounds of meat, just slow cooking all night long. So it's D- gonna,
0: Yeah, dinner for everybody.
2: <laughs> it's going to be a meat fest. Cool. So it's going, you guys are set up. At this point, you know, probably... 20, 30 minutes have passed. You get your shot down and you guys are just like slow slip, sipping on some of the, the, the earthy brown ale that's coming around. You know, it's going to be a while before before your meat buffet starts up, uh, but you're just sort of soaking it in. And so various uh, men of the fort are coming in. Everybody's posting up and getting ready for the, the regular dinner hour. And, you know, soon enough, you start getting drinks Brought to you as as words starts to spin around that there's that there's gonna be this this meat fest, <laughs> this <laughs> celebration a
0: meat fest as the north has never seen.
2: That's right. It's the uh, it's gonna be a good night.
1: <laughs> is there is there the potential for music?
2: Uh, at this point, nobody's busted anything out yet. But if you ask that to Barzan and he says, oh, "Well, sure, surely uh, we have we have a number of players here within." Within the fort and, you know, on a good night when things get rowdy, you might see the the panpipes and a, and a nice lute and, and various stringed instruments getting busted out. So he says, I think we can do that.
0: The conditions are rife.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Let us make merry. I tilt one back.
2: All right. <laughs> so uh, merrymaking ensues. We can play this out as much as you guys want, but suffice to say the, the liquor and the beer and the... The sweet, sweet uh, apple wine is flowing. Uh, you can you can eat all of the red meat that you desire. There's there's nice root vegetables, potatoes and, and cabbages and carrots just by the by the plateful, slow roasted alongside your owlbear steaks. It's it's luscious, it's delicious. And I'm soon enough some dancing starts busting out, so everybody starts cutting a jig and it's a, it's a fine party.
1: I'm way Drop too it f- like it's hot I'm too full for dancing
2: <laughs> That's beneath the
1: uh, A man of pay uh, room
0: The clergy can dance <laughs> But uh, I am so full of owlbear rump
2: <laughs> uh, You know It's dark out at this point And it's, it's getting into the evening hour So most people are eating dinner You can hear uh, There's a hell of a storm that's cooked up outside It's the rain is just buffeting the, the sides of the, of the fort and coming up against the, the sides of the tavern and, you know, the inn. Like, you can definitely hear. It's a, it's a blustery night outside.
0: Better we here All- than out there.
1: All the better to stay inside where the merriment is. We should, like, arm wrestle these dudes and stuff. <laughs> yes, <laughs> let's arm wrestle these dudes.
2: So you, you say that, and you can think of no better challengers than, uh, than Franz and Johan, the buddies that are always there at the main gate. They come in, and, and those dudes are big burly guys, and they want to pump you up. So, <laughs> so they, they are definitely looking to stand off. And so you could, you could, you could, you could arrange something like that, Yoda, it's a man like you. I figure you could get an arm wrestling match going.
1: Apparently, I am quite beautiful. That's what you told me charisma means. <laughs> yeah, man. What's your charisma? Sixteen. Holy moly, you're yeah. a good looking guy. rugged Inside, I look like Channing Tatum. <laughs> <laughs> Only with like a
2: five o'clock shadow perpetually right in uh-huh. the the handlebar sort of that's
1: even better. chop
2: thing. Yeah. It's like you never really need to shave. It's just oh. always there sort of in the scruffy, <laughs> the scruffy sort of uh, you know, what you- rustic way. What do you uh, think,
0: man of Peru? Uh my charisma is ten.
2: <laughs> so yeah, I'm how like, strong are
0: you? I'm I'm Steve Buscemi. <laughs> uh, I I'm fifteen. I have a fifteen string.
2: You're still a stout dude. Pretty least, strong. You
1: could, could can arm wrestle these these jabronis. Not the prettiest. Yeah, sure.
2: Yeah. So uh you guys start arm wrestling just for just for shits and giggles, but but soon enough there gets to be a, a pretty a pretty fearsome contest between Yodis and Franz. Like those two guys seem to be about evenly matched, and so you know five minutes, six minutes, eight minutes pass, and you guys are still just like evenly matched. So go ahead and make a uh, a strength check, John. So ro- roll a three d six and see if you get under your strength.
1: You've, you have to under my strength our yeah. honor as a party rides on your shoulders John I rolled a 12 my strength is 16.
2: yeah so you <laughs> you wear him down uh Franz eventually just starts inching closer and closer and closer to the to the table and you know with a final sort of brute rawr, you're able to really, yeah bring that hand down and it just smacks. The wooden tabletop And it's It's loud enough That people sort of Turn and look And there's a raw, You know Everybody's Everybody cheers At this This show of Masculine Badassery
0: <laughs> Yeah uh, And before <laughs> Before anyone Can get too uh, Angry about The outcome of this uh, In case that would happen I say Another round I like it And keeping yeah. this party going
2: Yep 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 uh, Meat comes out On various plates uh, Beer comes out In various mugs Small uh, glasses Jesus. that are that are tinkling have fiery, fiery liquid that burns when it goes down and seems to warm up everybody's bodies as well as their spirits. It's a merry time. Yeah. So <laughs> the the night the night continues well into the wee wee hours of the morn and. Uh, eventually, are y'all gonna make it back to the inn, or are you just gonna pass out here in the bar? Because we could say that that would happen.
0: <laughs> eventually, I think go back at, at a uh, a late, but not too late. I'm a cl- I'm a clergyman.
2: This almost seems to be a celebratory, like like almost like impromptu festival air that's about. Uh, but eventually, <laughs> even even the the rip roaring fire that's there in the hearth in the tavern dies down. The, the night is is coming to a close, and you guys stumble your way back to the end, to the common area, and you plop down, uh, and you fall asleep.
1: What a glorious night. It was glorious.
0: It's a good night. Per, Perun is honored by our merriment.
2: Cool. We sleep through the night, then? Yeah, you guys. Nothing happens to uh, us? Uh, <laughs> yeah. you, you fall asleep You fall into a drunken, drunken haze uh, But you don't get to sleep Into the into the late morning hours You're actually awakened uh, Quite abruptly To the, the sounds of, of shouting And bustling outside of the inn Uh
0: oh Oh no I, I wake And I do go ahead and grab my mace yeah. But I'm unarmored yeah. and i'm going to go out there and see what's up.
2: You're a little bit stumbly. You have your your own materials, you know, your your common clothes on. Like you say you're not you're not uh, you're not armored, but you fell asleep like with your boots on. Yeah. <laughs> so you you come to and you and you stumble out. Uh, it is still relatively early morning. And you see various uh, men of the fort that are bustling their way this way and that along the south wall. So so south of the tavern where you're at. And you can see there seems to be a lot of activity. Okay.
0: I'll run up there. I shout, by Perun, what has happened here?
2: Uh... The, uh, uh, some, some random man at arms, uh, yells, uh, villages from down the hill have been slaughtered and there's a, there's a number here at the front of the gate.
0: Are, are you, are you out here? Am I the only one out here?
2: No, we're all out there. What can we do to help? The, the man at arms that, that you're conversing with says, I, I don't know. I, I just got here, but we just discovered the bodies. Uh, they must've come upon us in the middle of the night in the storm and no one heard their screams.
0: What do you think, boss? Uh, I'm not the boss. You're the boss, remember?
2: I I I said ride out and meet them.
0: Okay. Let's go talk to these people. Let's go talk. Find out more information.
2: Okay, so you're milling around the front entrance, uh, and you uh, are able to, I mean, I guess the first thing, you find uh, a villager that seems to be uh, rent in half uh, or if not in half, at least like guts and material spilled out on the ground. Is he alive? Oh no! This this person is <laughs> is is not that. Uh, they, <laughs> not, they're, it's yeah, not they're dead. they're they're not that. Uh, this person <laughs> is 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 apart at the seams, uh, and you can see uh, like it's trodden. It's the 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 body is wet is all disheveled. This person died and then was, like, left out in a storm here at the the front gates. But people are gathered around. They've sort of... The various men-at-arms are rolling the body over, collecting personal bits and pieces, like hats and shoes and perhaps a stray arm, that kind of thing, and sort of getting the bodies together. Uh, and you can see there's at least... A couple. Uh, it's hard for you to get a real sense of things, because there's a mul- there's multiple people. Uh, but you don't necessarily see anybody in charge. It just seems like people are trying to clean up and figure out what's going on.
1: Furka, do you recognize
2: anybody around here? Do you recognize anything that's happened here? He says, I don't. These are certainly my people. They're Kalish folk, and so I assume they came from Coldfield down the mountain. Uh, but... I, I don't recognize them but then again I, I've always been a man of the hills and I never spent much time in town can we tell anything about the way that they died by the wounds uh horribly like. and not from not from an owlbear or an ogre whatever this was it was like bladed so I mean this was somebody these were people that were set upon and, and chopped up mm. uh, at th- at this point there seems to be some order you guys kind of got out here around the same time that a lot of the other lookers on got here, but but Bosh uh, comes comes storming up and and seems to be bringing some semblance of order, saying, "Hey, pull those bodies in," uh, and and is getting things aright. right.
0: Uh, was this the work of figs?
2: Uh, Bosch says, "I I can't say at this point." Uh, with that, he looks up to the parapet and he says, "Do you see anything up there?" And there's a couple guys that are up on the on the wall that seem to be looking uh, south away from the. Away from the fort. Okay. Uh, and and they say just just smoke on the distance.
0: Dun, 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 dun. <coughs> we should be more somber. There are dead people. N- no. Yeah. No. I know. <laughs> uh, okay. So.
2: So the bodies we, at this point have been hauled in. Uh, there's not necessarily a, a hospital that you're aware of that, you, that you've seen, but there's clearly, there must be some sort of infirmary area, and so the bodies are, are, are taken away north is, of the wall to, to somewhere.
0: Are they all dead? Is anyone just wounded?
2: Uh, from what you've seen, there's, there's, no, there's no people living. And Bosch said, there's, we haven't seen any survivors, but that's not to say that there's not any roaming the hills.
0: Is the blood fresh? Like, did this just happen? Is it hard to tell because of the rain?
2: Uh, well, so Bosch said there when we closed the gates last night, there were no dead people here. The people that were posted at the gate did not hear anything. Uh, but you saw, you heard for yourself the storm that was rolling through last night. That was, that was an unbelievable amount of noise, but we did not hear any screams.
1: Perhaps these bodies were placed here. Yeah, maybe.
0: Yeah, killed. they may
2: not have died, right?
1: Killed at the uh, the
0: village brought here for a reason.
2: So at this point, there's a variety of activities that seem to be taking place. People are cleaning up uh, in the immediate vicinity of the gate, there are uh, various groups, pairs and fours of men that are that are sort of combing out and searching the immediate hillside to make sure there's not anybody that might still be alive that's just happenstance to have crawled away from the main gate. And it seems like there's men that are up on the tower that seem to be scoping things out, maybe using a spotting glass or at least getting a sense of where smoke seems to be on the horizon. Uh, and things are taking shape the 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 fort is alive and men are going to work to uh to investigate this situation bosch says i would like to put you guys to work
0: we would like to be put to work
2: bosch says uh i think that You as a group know more about the eastern hills leading up to the mountains uh, more so than any other group. So it would do well to have you investigate those lands. We're sending a variety of of men here at the fort down south to Coalfield to investigate the damage there. Uh, And we need to know if this is the preamble to a much larger attack. How soon can you leave? We accept
0: we accept. We can leave. Uh, let us get dressed, armored up. Yeah, we can we can leave in a couple of hours, right?
2: Uh, Bosch says uh, that sounds that sounds suitable. It's it's early morn, and you should be able to uh, spend your day combing the eastern hills. I would ask that you come back before before dark sets in. Uh, the gates will be closed, but we need to make sure. That our forces are strong and do not be out after dark. Once you get back to the like, once you get back to the fort, you can be you can be protected here. And we need to be making day missions from here on out, at least through today and tomorrow, till we understand what's going on.
0: Okay, um, let's take a couple hours as the shops open to do whatever business we need to do, and then let us be off. And I'm going to see. Uh, we'll we'll leave through by the road, and my plan is to have Furka sort of head head things up, and use whatever. I mean, he's a shepherd, but certainly he's had experience tracking lost sheep down and stuff like that. Right, right. Probably more so than us.
2: Certainly. Well, I mean, Yodis has been out as a logger and on the lamb, and we have a, a, a thief too that's from the wilds. Like, you guys, you guys, like, there's not a, there's not a ranger class, nor is there a, a tracking skill. Like, we're, we're kind of playing this by what, what is found just, you know, through investigation. But certainly you guys can, can poke around, and Furka knows the lay of the land here. Uh, And you guys know the path leading up to the Caves of Chaos. So between those two bits of knowledge, you will be able to... To be a better informed set of 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 rovers and rangers than what uh, Bosch's men would be able to do.
0: And rough riders.
2: Yeah. So you guys <laughs> are able to go find Rogan, the trader, and I don't know if you're going to want to barter right now or if you just want to say, "Hey, we want to we want to tan this hide, and we want to." S- like sell it to you? Can you hold it while we go investigate this issue? Like, how do you guys want to play this? I think we can
0: spend five minutes talking to him about. Hey, can you do this, and how much would it be?
2: So Rogan looks over the pelt and he says, "We don't, we don't see much like this uh, uh, normally here. I haven't seen one of these things brought in in years. Uh, I would say I can give you eighty gold pieces for the pelt itself.
0: That sounds like a good bargain."
2: Yeah, that sounds good to me. Rock right. and roll. Cool, cool. He says, "Yeah, I'll take it." You know, it's it's un it's unrefined, it's untanned, but certainly I can work it up here alongside some of the other smaller pelts that I have have laying in wait. So so he takes that and uh, mm-hmm. he says, "If you want to get rid of any of the any of the claws or any of those trinkets, I'll give you ten gold pieces per per paws worth of claws. Those will make those will make great uh, great trinkets and, and necklaces that can be sold." What about the head? Maybe he wants the taxidermy it or tan do the skull up for the. Uh, he says I'll give you another forty gold something. for that. So so eighty gold for the pelt, forty gold for the head, and then ten gold per paws worth of claws.
0: That sounds like a great bargain.
2: So you guys are selling all of it.
0: I would yeah. advocate that. What are we going to do with it?
2: Okay, so that would be eighty for the pelt, forty for the head, so that's one twenty. Mm-hmm. So that's one twenty there, and then ten for each set of claws, so, so that's 40. forty. So what is that? That's a total of one hundred and sixty gold pieces. Damn. Hell he, yeah. uh, you know, he he writes a, a bit on a piece of parchment and wraps it up into a quick little scroll, and he says, "You should just take this over to the bank, and and uh, the account will be will be settled up." I assume that you have those arrangements. Uh,
0: no checks, sir. <laughs> I want a big bag of money. <laughs> okay, yeah, fine. That yeah. sounds good.
2: Cool. So, uh, and one of you guys is the banker for the group, right? And has the running tally for I've what been, you have at the I, bank.
0: I've been jotting down notes. Let's see.
2: Yeah, you've been keeping the party pot, haven't
0: you? Yeah, yeah, Josh? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got it.
2: Thank you.
0: So that's another 160 toys.
2: Yep. So you're you're able to find Vatislav and drop off the the bit of parchment. and He says, "Oh, uh, this seems to be uh, a lucrative adventure. Are you going? Are you going to look for any of the survivors?
0: We're going into the eastern forest. We're looking for any potential threats. We're not to be out past dark."
2: He said, "Well, I, I hope you return with riches." And he raises an eyebrow. He does not seem too invested in. Uh, and human life. He seems. He's <laughs> like you guys are going out to get paid. I I approve of this message.
0: Okay, I'm I'm now ready to rock.
2: Okay, uh, did you study up for your your prayers for the morning?
0: Uh, I I figured the two hours would a lot for that. Yeah.
2: Okay, so uh, prayed up, and you guys are ready to depart. Otherwise, right? You yeah. go, go grab your ponies. Uh, at this point, it is. We're going to say about 9 in the morning because you were awoken, not super early, but it was like 6.30ish or something like that, and a couple hours getting your arrangements in order, so you're departing mid-morning, and there's a hustle and a bustle about. There's people coming in and out of the keep at a pretty consistent rate in a way that you've not seen since you've first been here adventuring.